Today on CityCast Boise, when I was a kid, the only exciting thing that could happen to you in CUNA was falling into a cave. These days, the once tiny single street farm town has big things cooking. KTVB's own news dad, Justin Kaur, is here to tell us how the Boise suburb is dealing with the perks and pains of exponential growth. It's Wednesday, April 26th. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is what Boise's talking about. Hi, Justin. Welcome to CityCast Boise. Emma, it's an absolute pleasure. Well, you recently did this really fun piece on KTVB about one of the fastest growing cities of its size in the country. And I was very surprised to learn that that is CUNA. Yeah, it's CUNA just exploding in growth uh, over the past couple decades. It's quadrupled in population and uh, size as well. Of course, all those new people, all those new kids, all those new cars puts a strain on transportation education, just getting around, uh, paying for public safety, property taxes, all those things. And it's really kind of the story of our time and a lot of towns in the Boise area and, and Boise itself, this this growth that we continue to see. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's probably hard to describe to somebody who just moved here how significantly CUNA has changed. Like when I was a kid, CUNA was one street with like maybe a couple thousand people. I don't even think they had a streetlight when I was a kid. But I mean, there's some really significant changes out there. What do you think are the biggest ones? Well, I talked to the mayor. He he grew up there like like in the 60s. He said at that time there was one paved road. It was it was a rural community. It was a farming community community. And when they started to put subdivisions in there in the 70s, everybody was like, ah, it's going to ruin everything. And it's like, well, you know, depends on how you define that. But it has certainly changed it. I, I think one of the main problems that, that the growth in CUNA is creating is uh, really driving down housing affordability. There's a number of factors that factor into that. But just all these new people, the demand for all these homes is driving up the cost because home builders can't keep up. And so what homes there are and the people currently holding on to homes, the people who grew up there could be even being priced out of their own community. So that's really the big task for the mayor there, Joe Steer, trying to combat that, trying to keep pace, trying to keep services out there. Again, transportation, public safety, they just passed a fire bond, which was great, but they failed to pass a school bond, which is going to help them keep pace, you know, have the classrooms available for the kids who go to school out there in CUNA. Yeah, let's let's talk a little more about the real estate, uh, because the prices out there are wild. I never in my lifetime thought I would see half a million dollar houses out there. Do you have a sense? Do you feel like those those prices will go down? You know, they'll they'll even out or, or are those prices here to stay in CUNA? They are ticking down. A little. Uh, and I continue to keep an eye on that. I think, though, people and there are a lot of people in and around CUNA in the whole Boise metro that have been sticking and staying, just waiting for the past year to get into a home, to buy a home. You see that uh, homes are spending a lot more time on the market. This time last year, they were on the market for less than a month, like 20 days was the average throughout Ada County. 
Now they're staying on the market for more than two months. Um, prices are down in Ada County about 10% what they were last year. Are they going to stay down? Are they going to continue to go down? Again, probably not because we're just getting into that spring selling season. And as much as CUNA has changed and as much as people say that all this growth has or is going to ruin CUNA, going to ruin sort of the whole Treasure Valley, it hasn't happened because people continue to want to move here. People continue to want to live here. So there's that continued demand to be here. And that's going to continue, I think, to at least keep the prices level and then probably, you know, shoot up again. You know, I think it's kind of fair to assume that like a lot of the family farms in CUNA are mostly gone, uh, which, you know, was kind of I think a lot of the people moving there are like I are moving from bigger places. They want a rural lifestyle. Uh, but it, it does seem like a lot of those farms are gone and turned into homes. Absolutely. And what CUNA is going through now is exactly what Meridian saw 20, 25 years ago, what Eagle saw about 20 years ago, what Middleton is kind of going through now, what Star Idaho is probably going to be going through here in a few years. They've gone from about 500 people in 1997 to about 15,000 people right now. That's exponential growth. No way they can keep up with that. And it really has changed, certainly the economy. This used to be very much an agricultural economy to something totally else, whether that's tech or other industries that are driving that. And also it's just changed, it's changed the look of everything. You know, we joked about the fact that we feel like we're old timers that we're driving <laughs> around and it's like, oh, yeah. that subdivision over there, that used to be a big field. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, well, it's not anymore. They had, they needed a place to put all those people. And I, where I grew up in Meridian, there was this uh, amazing mint field, like pretty much right next door to me. Oh my gosh. The smelled of mint in the summer. It was amazing, you know? I had completely forgotten about the mint fields out there. Mint? Oh yes. my gosh. Yeah, it used to always like smell like mint out there. Oh my God, I had completely forgotten that. It was great, yeah, to sort of have the smell of a pack of gum, you know, every yeah. time you went outside. <laughs> but that's a subdivision now and it has been for, you know, 15 years. And and that trend, I don't see changing at all. And and I understand how people are going to miss that. that. That's a big change of, of a way of life for a lot of folks, but also for people who have, you know, come in the past, I don't know, five, 10, even 15, 20 years or 30 years like me to say, ah, oh, this isn't the place, you know, where I grew up or it's not the place that I moved to. It's like, yeah, but you're also part of the reason for that. I don't want to cast blame, but if you've moved here, even if you grew up here, like you're, we're all in this growth together. And yeah. it, it, it really cannot be stopped. Yeah. And that's that's a really good point, because I think you see people uh, we all joke about people moving here, you know, a few months ago and then yelling at uh, people to go back to California. You know, people have just recently moved here. But there is if there's one thing that really unites Idahoans, I think, and especially people in the Treasure Valley, it's like the annoyance or even hatred uh, of growth, you know. Absolutely. Yes, it's. People kind of seem to want to close the door behind them. Mm -hmm. They come in and they're like, oh, what was that place I moved to six weeks ago? You know, remember what it was like? And it's like, well, well, yeah, I've I've been here even longer. But again, you know, I moved here 30 years ago. Meridian was much different back then. We had the copper kettle and the hungry onion burger. 
and that was about it. Um, <laughs> and there were a lot more fields, so that was kind of nice. At the same time, you know, that was that was pretty much all all there was. So I think that that's one of the brighter sides of growth, if I can say that. That there are a lot more cool people to connect with, and and you know, different ideas and and cultures, but also different places to go and eat, have coffee, do whatever. But it's very much now a more urban landscape here. And I think that for people who have been here a long time, that's that's a big change for them. There's some grief in that, I think, like some loss. You know, I think I I felt that I was uh, downtown a couple of days ago uh, putting up posters and kind of popping in and out of a lot of places. And I all of a sudden had this like big wave of grief that like a lot of the places I used to love are gone or have changed significantly. And downtown Boise is pretty unrecognizable. And I felt a pretty big wave of grief. So I, I imagine that's happening for a lot of people who have been here for a while. Yeah, change change is hard, whether it's personal or or in a community like this. And I, I heard a quote that all change is loss, and really all loss needs to be grieved. So I think that this community is continually in this grieving process right now, um, and along with that is is a fear that we're going to continue to lose what we love about this community. But if I can say anything to kind of, I guess, help people look on the bright side, keep that optimism. Again, this continues to be a very desirable place for people to live, which is continuing to drive that growth. Also for me, I think the most special thing about this community is just the people. That's what really makes it what it is. And a lot of people are, are sticking around and a, a lot of the new people coming in are, are really special and unique. And I think that not to get too touchy feely, but I think if we hold on to that feeling of community and look out for each other, then we continue to hold on to what makes what makes us special. I mean, we're all about touchy feely. That's what we do here. <laughs> okay, so great. please dig in. I love it. You mentioned the tech jobs. I guess I hadn't really thought of that. I was thinking about jobs out there and I'm like, well, I know you got Arctic Circle um, and you got the ostrich farm, but uh, are there a lot of jobs out there or are people working remote? Is that who's buying the half million dollar homes? They're people who are moving in and working remote. I, I did a story out in Emmett and this is like maybe a, maybe a decade ago. Their big problem is that they're a bedroom community, at least back then, that they really didn't have any jobs anywhere. So people just have to commute. So you have that huge pilgrimage every morning getting to other places like Boise where you can actually work. CUNA, not less of a bedroom community, maybe more of a hallway community. They don't have a huge <laughs> job center that say, you're going to hear you know, from the mayor on that. Oh, one. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Joe. Yeah, you have my email. Um, you know, Boise or Nampa or, or Caldwell, not not the job centers there, but they do have places to work. Um, that's you know, like the prison. They have a big meat packing plant out there. Meta is coming, maybe, uh, but there are at least jobs that people can hold out there so they don't necessarily have to commute. You talked about, though, people working remotely. I heard about a couple when I was doing a story in Star, again, another former rural town really exploding in growth. They moved from New York City to Star because of the affordability for them, the housing affordability, 
and they still have the exact same jobs. So now they live in Star, they hold the exact same jobs. So there's much more of that freedom now for people to say, hey, you know, I just pick a place on a map. And for a lot of people, it seems to be the Treasure Valley. And it's like, that's that's where we want to live, where we want to raise our family. And we can keep the exact same jobs we have right now. Yeah. Which, you know, will maybe help with the the one thing. Uh, I know you talked to the mayor about this, but I'm curious to hear what he said about mitigating traffic. That, <laughs> the traffic from Boise to Cuna. I had to drive out there recently to pick up my husband's grandma and I was stuck there. For, I was stuck for like an hour and a half. It took me so long. Oof. It is, it is rough. I did actually a four week series on public transportation and sort of the lack of it, how everything has grown in this area, in the Boise Metro, but public transportation has not grown nearly at the same pace. And, and the problem with that, part of the problem is just when we grew up here and as so many people did, you just drove your car everywhere. That's just the way it is, sort of, sort of a car culture, but that absolutely has to change because I talked to a mom in CUNA, single mom, and she has a car that sometimes is, you know, problematic. So when it breaks breaks down, she is she's totally isolated. You know, she can't yeah, get stranded. anywhere. Yeah. That's a problem. So the mayor actually sits on uh, the board of Valley Regional Transit that runs the buses in this community and for public transportation. I asked him about that. Hey, are you going to see? really a more expanded public transportation network out there for you. And he's like, boy, we're still so spread out. It's tough to get everybody in one spot, even to to pick them up for busing. And if you want more expanded public transportation, you also got to pay for it. Right now, Idaho, I believe, is the only state in the union that doesn't have a dedicated annual funding source for public transportation. So According to a lot of people, we don't have the busing system that that we need right now. That would take a lot of cars off the road. I talked to Joe Jazuski with ACHD. He's on a citizens committee out there for cycling and pedestrians. And he's like, we don't even have you know the cycling paths we need, the walking paths we need, because all that's going to have to work together. Well, lots of challenges, sounds like, Kuna, really going through this growth spurt, feeling the pinch of that. But like you said, lots of good things, too. So let's talk about what's fun in Kuna, right? That All this growth is bringing good things. I want to say there are a couple amazing restaurants out there. I love Victoria's Tacos. Uh, the Peruvian place is fabulous. There's a couple really good places. But what else is what's good, the good growth? What's it bringing out there? Well, I, I think, again, it's it's changing the look of it. it it is growing and there are just more options again as as far as that goes for restaurants places to eat things to do and again we're at the point where you kind of have to look on on the bright side of this because it's not stopping it's not slowing down well justin thank you so much for coming on and i hope people check out your growing idaho series because they are fascinating and often a little depressing <laughs> <laughs> I hate to be news dad sometime and be like, look, growth is happening, you kids. Figure it out. But but it news is. Yeah. Dad, I love it. Well, thank you, news dad. Come back on very soon. We loved having you. Thank you. It was a pleasure. And in other CUNA news, KTVB is reporting that a controversial 762-acre development could be in the works for land just outside the town. 
The Ada County commissioners recently moved the project along to the next phase of the approval process, despite concerns from neighbors about traffic and water resources. In fact, nobody except the developers seems to be excited about it, with both the cities of CUNA and Boise saying it will contribute to sprawl and stretch services too much. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Leave us a review and subscribe to our Hey Boise newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning for a deep dive into Meridian with Natalie from Hello Meridian. Bye. Bye.